Hey everyone, this is Dylan Keesbury. Thank you for tuning in to a brand new conversation with me. And today I'm very happy to have with me a brand new guest, Robin, who is the owner of Stoker's Fine Pancakes based in South Melbourne. Robin, thanks for joining the conversation. Thanks for inviting me, Dylan. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. It. So, yeah, look, Robin, I've um, called this conversation Passion and Pancakes which we'll get into a little bit more afterwards. But for now, right, because you're the owner of Stoker's Fine Pancakes in uh, South Melbourne. And we've Correct. met a few times, you and I. The first time we met was yeah. back in March at something called the Asian Hustle Network. Yeah, uh, There was right. a meeting here in Melbourne. And I think you were one of the first few faces I bumped into when I walked into the, the event place. We had a bit of yeah, a chat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We had a bit of a chat and then after that, we stayed connected through socials and then I've been to your, your cafe once, had a great meal there with my family. And, and so, yeah, we've, we're, we're fairly new as friends, but yes. um, you've been a great <laughs> follow on social media and um, mm. you know, look, I can't wait for all this to be, you know, to be over that we can just hang out proper. Likewise, yeah, have a <laughs> share of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe Robin, in your own words, right? So what do you do? What do you do as the owner of Stoker's Fine Pancakes? <laughs> um, well, I guess as a small business owner, we're basically like jack of all trades. We're kind of yeah. involved in all areas of the business. Yeah. Um, but I guess initially, it's much, very much hands-on. So you'll be uh, doing front of house, back of house, admin. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but these days, uh, I'm a bit more focused on sort of just the customer service experience and coming mm. up with new ideas and strategies forward um yeah so that's what i do and okay. of course we make pancakes <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you owned um the um Stokers, robin uh so as of uh end of april it's um seven years now. seven years okay great mm. so so tell us a little bit more about the journey of how you got started why you got started was it out of your love for pancakes did you just see an opportunity yeah so tell us more about that part um, yeah, for myself, I've been in the hospitality for a long, long time. So since, because yeah. our family had a fish and chip place when we were younger. And okay. so I've sort of worked in that industry since I was young. Uh, yeah. And then when I got a, got a job, it's also in hospitality. So yeah. yeah, I had about sort of 10 years experience prior to opening my own business. And then, um, yeah, I just thought, hey, if I, I think I have the skill set and I've got, um, Sort of, I want to do something for myself uh, mm. and challenge. Sort of give myself a challenge and yeah. see see where it takes me. I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's how I got started into finding my own business. Uh, yeah. As in how I landed in Stokers was sort of um, uh, by chance as well. So mm. uh, some of you may know that Stokers is this a it is a existing brand. So it's been mm. around since the seventies. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's been around Melbourne for a while. Um, mm. but, when, but when I discovered this place was up for sale, it was sort of mm. on the brink of disappearing. So uh, they were selling mm. it off. They was, weren't caring if it was going to continue or not. Mm. So, yeah, I thought, I, I thought, yeah, maybe it's um, good for me to use my skill set to see if I can sort of bring it back to where it was before. So Great. Yeah. yeah. And so here we are seven years later. Mm. <laughs> so, Robin, before we, we get into things like a bit more about yourself, a bit more about what you what do you think about success and growth, your thoughts on customer service, let's kind of address the elephant in the room, right? Like, look, this mm. is COVID nineteen 
season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Since what I, I've I've lost tra- all track of time and day and dates. I think it's nah. Friday. I think it's the first of May. Feels I think it's the year twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you coping with uh, COVID nineteen, Robin? And I mean, it's business unusual. You know, in terms of um, all businesses are not allowed to have dine in customers. So all have pivoted, uh, whether they like it or not, towards online deliveries mm. or online pickups. So, so how are you coping with COVID-19, maybe from a personal level and also from a business point of view? Sure. Um, I guess initially from a personal level, it was sort of like, I think when the, when the lockdown first started, it was sort of like, hey, oh, it's, it's sort of action time. It's sort of, we don't really have time to sort of take it all in, just sort of, just like, okay, all right, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to yeah. put some, some actions in place. And yeah. um, so, so the first week was just sort of just really sort of scrambling to yeah to deal with the uh, restrictions right so yeah. putting yeah. putting uh putting some uh, operations procedures in place mm. um, so I guess initially for us it wasn't there wasn't much time for us to take to sort of take it all in just sort of a lot of a lot of uh, action for us um, yeah um, I think it's probably about a week or so in when I probably about a day when I just really felt, well, this is really overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And so that you don't really know what to expect. You don't know um, where it's going to go and how it's, uh, what to do next as well. Mm. So mm. Um, that was a bit tough, but I think um, overnight, so they had a change of mentality, just thought, hey, actually, um, mm. there's, there's actually a lot of opportunities for us here during this mm. time. Um, mm. Like, um, to explore new ideas um, mm. and um, well sort of everyone's on everyone's on a level playing field and everyone's sort of going through changes so mm. um, it's also a good time for us to make some changes too so sure so probably probably fast tracked a lot of things that we kind of put yeah yeah and, and as, aside, I speak yeah. To, as I speak to other business owners that's mm. Uh, a common theme, a common thread across all of these stories that, you know, some were a bit more ready than others, but uh, some had to start from zero in terms of they had no online uh, capabilities, they had no socials, they had no, you know, uh, structures put in place to uh, facilitate deliveries or, you know, pickups. So uh, this is something that all of us are experiencing. And even uh, if you're not in the F&B industries, right, like I think... Mm. In general, businesses everywhere have had to pivot and <laughs> pivot against their own will um, in, in many cases. Um, yeah. But I, at the same time, I think it, it's great that you've it dawned upon you that like, I, I have to take, treat this as, a, as a, nearly as an opportunity or, or rather try yeah. and find opportunity in the midst of all this, uh, this newness. So would you say that the dust has settled? Have you kind of found a new normal, a, a new groove? Are you still finding your feet? Um, I think operation-wise, um, we're sort of more settled now. Mm. Uh, so that we're we're just operating as normal as, as 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 normal as we can. Um, sure. Yeah. So in that sense, we're more settled. Um, okay. So yeah, I guess I sort of spend the last sort of week or so just reflecting on what's happened and sure, and then sort of planning for the next step as well. Because you know, um, there's a lot, lots of talk about maybe. This partial reopening and that kind of mm. stuff as well. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from what I hear, I think the twelfth of May, the eleventh of May is kind of the review day or date, right? Mm. When, even for schools, 
uh, they're going to kind of reconsider whether it's time to ease back in or allow it like a face by face thing. Uh, even like for yeah. myself, because while I'm used to working from, from home because uh, of the nature of my work, now I'm working from home with my three kids, <laughs> which is <laughs> which has been an experience in itself, having to yeah. homeschool my kids, but also try to build and grow the business at the same time. So yeah. Robin, the, the two common um, underlying threads across all of my conversations on my podcast is on growth and success. And uh, yeah. I... I consider myself a bit of a student of success because I'm, I'm always curious to kind of learn how different entrepreneurs do things, how they, they view and process and perceive success. So let's start there, right? How would you complete the, the sentence? Success is dot, dot, dot. Um, for me, success, um, if I'm thinking about for, uh Stokers, I guess, um, for me, success at Stokers would be just sort of being able to give back to the community. Mm. Um, maybe not in a sense of like donations or stuff like that, but sort of like sure. being being part of their weekly routine, being part of their mm. their life story. Um, mm. I think for me that's – and just giving them a new experience as well. I think that's – for me, that's success, yeah. Mm. Give me an example, because when you say being part of the, the weekly routine, like yeah, um, so are you referring to like uh, customers who have a they 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 stop by every week for their their, yeah, their, yeah. their usuals, or what do you mean? Yeah, definitely our regulars that like they come here on a weekly basis. That's um, part of their routine. Yeah, um, and sort of you know we've had customers where we've seen them from from their first dates to you know getting married and then having kids wow. so all the way through. So we're sort of like seeing the whole, whole, whole journey. I think that's yeah. very, very special being part of that, I think. And then they come here on their anniversary, so they just celebrate anniversary anniversary here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess more recently, um, we've done, uh, we were doing the monthly sort of open mic nights. And I yeah. think that's really yeah. created something special here. And uh, people sort of really enjoy uh, that monthly gathering, just that bonding Mm. music and food mm. yeah you know uh slightly off tangent um robin mm. my wife would tell you one of the uh, a common story she tells her friends is how once upon a time i had a dream of going around the world you know just busking and playing at, at open mic nights uh with my guitar yeah. and singing a song so <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know yes. when this is all said and done i might put my hand you're invited to, to sing a song <laughs> definitely definitely yeah yeah, but look, um, let's <laughs> let, let's inch forwards, right? Um, like, because you've already touched on your thoughts about success. How would you, um, or what, what what would you say in terms of the your greatest success to date, in terms of be it uh, professionally or even personally? What are your thoughts? Uh, personally, for me, uh, I think um, I guess will be surviving this long in the industry. I think mm. that's an achievement for me. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a tough industry. Yeah. Uh, just being able to ride it out. And yeah. It's been seven years. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, definitely... And, and, and also I've seen Soka's growing from where I first took over from, you know, from basically nothing to what it is now. I think mm. yeah, I'm happy with that, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and I, sh I appreciate you being so candid, you know, because... Oftentimes when I ask um, entrepreneurs, oh, tell me about your successes, they, they talk about the highs, right? Like I've hit this KPI, I've smashed this sales you know, goal. Uh, whereas 
you've kind of framed it around surviving for seven years. And I think as, as many small business owners would know, it's, it's no small feat to survive for, <laughs> for so long, uh, let alone grow, right? But many of us are in this survival phase and even more pronouncedly now as things are, are, are so different. So, so yeah, so thanks yeah. for being quite candid with, with that. Uh, what, what about in terms of things you do differently now compared to when you first started? Because um, uh, my sense is that you've grown, you've been on a journey. So what are some things which come to mind that you do differently now compared to before? Definitely um, a, little more, a little bit more calculated with my decisions. I think <laughs> when I first started, it was sort of um, a, um, a little bit more reckless and probably a little sure. bit more so just on the whim. Um, yeah. I guess I have a bit more insight now, so my decisions are probably a little bit more... <laughs> um, yeah calculated um yeah but um i guess in terms of more specifics uh, for me social media was a big thing like before mm. i didn't really use social media that much and i mm. and i didn't utilize it that much sort of at the beginning of my journey as focus mm. as well but sort of and that was something i had to learn along the way and to realize how important it is for us to be mm. uh, present on social media and um mm. And for myself as well, like um, I probably wouldn't have agreed to a, a sort of um, interview like this maybe a couple of years back. I, um, it might not look like it, but I'm quite an introverted person, and I don't <laughs> like to be—I don't like to be the face, like in the spotlight, or be the face of a brand or sure. something like that. But yeah, but I think that that mentality has changed for me as well. I think I felt like yeah. um, it's that with. It's much better to build a um, a relationship and um, mm. sort of with the brand and the trust, trust yeah. in the brand, yeah. having a face, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was reading an article online the other day about, you know, if, if you ask, um, you know, 10 people on the street, name me uh, the CEO of um, like a top company around the world, the name of the CEO. And, you know, and people sometimes think, who, who do I know? Like the, the usual answer before was Steve Jobs, right? He was the, 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 the name, the face you associate with, with the Apple brand. And whereas now when you think about that, like actually the only CEO or the, the founder, the person in charge which comes to mind, they're very few, one being Elon Musk. Um, and, you know, people think, you know, Tesla, they think, you know, space travel, they think Elon Musk. And to your point, Robin, I think there's a lot of power when, um, the founders, the CEOs, the owners, they, they, they own it, right? They, they say, look, I'm not going to hide behind a veil of secrecy, but rather let my face be the, the face that people associate the brand to. So I think it's quite powerful when, when founders and uh, CEOs and, you know, and bosses just own it and you know, just lean into the whole, you know, this is me, this is my journey, this is my brand, my business. Um, you know, come along with me on this journey. So that's quite powerful, Robin. Um, so Robin, let's inch forwards again and talk about customer service or the customer experience. Because um, yeah. one of the things that um, I'll ask you at the end is about homework. Uh, if there are small business owners listening to this, what homework would you give them to put into practice? But before we get to the homework, um, maybe share a little bit about your thoughts on how do we keep customers happy how do we uh, keep customers coming back for seconds and thirds because uh, uh, for, for those 
Oops. For those of us in F&B, we know that, you know, repeat customers uh, is the bloodline of any business, right? So, so what, what are your thoughts on customer service? Um, well, there's the basics um, for start. So that just for a restaurant, obviously, obviously got to have making sure that your food is good and consistent. Consistency mm. is yeah. definitely key. Yeah. Um, and also just um, the general service, front of house services, stand like consistent as well. Consistent service. I mean, doesn't every business will have the different standard procedures? But as long as yeah. you have your, you know, your standard like greeting, make I think just making sure people feel acknowledged. I think that's sure. the biggest thing. Yeah, just they're not yeah. just another another number, another person. Yeah. Um, and um, I guess the second level would be. Um, engagement so like really sort of engage in their life and sort of mm. take taking taking an interest in their life as well so mm. i think that builds building that relationship that definitely helps um keep them coming back um mm. Mm. but obviously it's a genuine interest you know you show it's got to be a coming from something genuine sure because um, they can they definitely can sense that if you sort of just yeah just saying for the sake of saying it so yeah 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 um, yeah so i think those are the very basics that um mm. sort of most people can implement yeah. mm -hmm. and would you say that customers are different now i mean look is 2020 um you know if you compare to even 2010 or 20 or, or the year 2000 you know social media wasn't around yet um and, mm. and you and i we were both um, journeying along when social me media become became the norm right um you know i was around back in university there was there was no facebook yet when i when i was uh, going through yeah. my university years whereas you know now my kids that's their world right you know the digital tech and how it's merged with the online and all and offline so do you find that customers are different now compared to say when you first started back in your parents business or do you find they're more demanding are they more forgiving? Are they more uh, more smart and clever about how they, uh, which businesses they they choose to support? Um, for me, I think in terms of interactions with people, I think they haven't changed that much. In terms of interaction mm. with the customers, I think all those yeah. basics that I talked about earlier are still the same. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think everyone is always longing to talk to somebody and share mm. with somebody. So. Mm. Um, so that, that, I think that aspects of it hasn't changed, um, mm. but uh, yeah, definitely have seen changes in people's, uh, knowledge of products. Yeah. They definitely sure. know their product. They know their products and they know they definitely <laughs> have more, um, they're able to compare it, have more comparisons cause they can sort of see on a flash ahead, they can compare this business with this business straight away. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we definitely have to be more aware of what other people are doing. What's on, we probably have to be more on trend now than before. Yeah. yeah, like sort of sure. follow the trend a little bit more. Um, yeah, any examples yeah, of, of uh, trends that you you tried or you've implemented recently? Like, I, recently, like I can think, like, I can think of um, you know, like how donuts, right? There was a, there was a period where everyone went yeah. crazy about cronuts. <laughs> yes. So yes. that was something where I think I, some of, I saw some of my, my baker friends do it as an add-on into their menu. You know, now introducing cronuts instead of just the yeah. usual donuts. So <laughs> any examples like that where you've had to try a new flavor profile for your pancakes? Or... Yeah, actually, um, I think that, um, lately it has been an introduction of, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Biscoff. Biscoff is a okay. biscuit spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Caramel biscuit spread. So that's just, that was sort of quite popular 
at the time. So uh, we definitely jump on board. Um, yeah. With that, yeah, definitely introduce that without. So that that's that has been uh, quite popular actually. Yeah. <laughs> so let's inch towards the close, right? Um, so, mm. uh, but before I ask about the homework question, this is more of a personal question. What would you sure. tell the eighteen-year-old version of Robin, if you could, you know, pull him aside and put your arm around him and have a bit of a heart-to-heart? What would you say to the younger Robin? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't change. <laughs> Don't change. Just yeah, just just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's how I tell him. Um, stay focused and uh, stay true to yourself. I think that's that's it. Yeah, do it. Okay, all right. And now for the homework question, Robin, uh, give the listeners, the viewers, some homework. Uh, you know, it could be about um, business habits. It could be about mindsets. It could be a recipe. <laughs> Give them something to, something to do. Um, for me, I think it's uh, upskill. So up-skill. definitely look at areas areas that you are uh, you you sort of have weaknesses in, and um, definitely take time to upskill when you can. Um, yeah, I think for me, especially now with the lockdown, there's a bit more downtime for me as well. So. Sure. Um, and there's actually, actually right now, there's a lot of institutions offering um, free, if not free, or sort of on cheap, very cheap online courses that you can do. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I would recommend to take advantage of that. So I just did yeah. a, like a short food photography course. And then Great. right now, I'm doing like a Facebook marketing kind of course as well. So yeah. just ups- yeah. yeah, work in areas that you're weak. Yeah. That's great. And, and I, I couldn't agree more because. Um, you know, this whole COVID-19 19 thing will eventually end. Who knows when, uh, whether it's going to be sooner than later, but, you know, this thing will eventually come to pass. And um, I- I've realized as well that, you know, look, I need to kind of get myself ready for when things do return back to normal. So in terms of what I what I did, right, so... I did a lot of like workshops and training programs live and with a group of, of um, you know, professionals in a room. Whereas now, because of the, the restrictions, that's, <laughs> that's been turned upside down. So I found that look, this is the time that I need, need to kind of spruce up my online e-learning delivery. So that's something that I'm, I'm working on as well. To use this time as a, like a preparation time and not just you know, sit back and woe is me, woe is me, but to use this time as best we can. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, Robin, uh, what's next for you? Look, usually when I ask this question, it's, it's true, it's without the lens of COVID-19, but what's next for you in terms of moving forwards? Are you, are you going to try anything different? Any, any, any updates for your, uh, your customers? What's next? Um, any promotions? Any you know, special shout-outs? <laughs> well, I guess that's just, uh, the, I guess the, the first thing that comes to mind right now, because uh, my head is sort of thinking about that right now, is yeah. uh, Mother's Day is coming up. So I guess that's yeah. always a big day for us. Traditionally, sure. a huge day for us. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think um, we're doing these. Uh, I know usually people come here for breakfast on Mother's Day, which is quite a common thing to do. So, Great. Um, obviously, can't do that now. So we're just doing mm-hmm. these. Um, we're doing the breakfast in a, in a banquet style pack that they can take home so we cook it fresh in a day and then they can take it home with them and pick it yeah. Uh, yeah on mother's day yeah so it sort of saves them having to mess up the kitchen i guess yeah any shout outs or plugs special mentions 
Um, shout out to uh, Dessert Parlor, they're being a great support for us. Uh, and shout out to Nick, that's also being a great support to our business as well. Um, yeah, so those, these guys have been helping us sort of supporting each other throughout this time. So Great. Well, Robert, look, thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate um, Thank you. you sharing your Thank thoughts, you for having me insights, on. a little bit of your journey. Uh, and like I said, I, I can't wait for this to just finally be over and we can just catch up proper. I'll, I'll catch you next time, man. See ya. See ya, bro. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was my conversation with Robin. Uh, thanks, Robin, again for sharing your story, your thoughts about how you're coping with COVID-19, uh, some thoughts on customer service, and also in terms of just lessons you've learned along the way. It's always it's, it's been so um, special. You know, I, I've been doing this podcast now since June of last year, and just hearing the stories from different entrepreneurs people with um, different journeys and just to see the different parallels of how, look, we're all on a journey. We're all in this together nearly. We all might be doing different things, but you know, at the end of the day, our journeys aren't all that different. It's about executing, it's about planning, it's about looking forwards, it's about taking care of our customers. It's all these good things. But folks, let's leave it there for now. Um, tune in again next week for a brand new conversation. Until then, if you'd like to get in touch with me, find me on my socials at HeyDelwin. Uh, you can send me an email, HeyDelwin at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to listen to my podcast, look me up on iTunes and Spotify. Just look up Conversations with Delwin Teesbury. Leave me a rating and a review as well. That would be great. Uh, but beyond that, folks, I wish you well. I wish you every success. Take care. God bless. And remember to back yourself. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.